Okay, today's daf is Shabbos daf Samach Zayin. We're going to conclude the parak of Bama Isha today. Okay, so we are on, we are on Samach Vav Bez, the last three words. We are continuing this concept of Rafua, ancient ways of doing, you know, Rafua. We'll spend a moment or two discussing how this is practical, but we uh, unfortunately won't have so much time, so we'll just go through it quickly. Amar Avuna, Avuna said, Le'ishasa tilsa, so Samach Zayin, Amar Le'ishasa tilsa, let's say a person has fever every third day, so what do you do? Laisi shiva silve, you bring seven branches, mishiva dikli from seven different palm trees, v'shiva tzivi, seven splinters, mishiva keshure from seven different beams, v'shiva sike, and seven nails or pegs, mishiva keshure from, se- from seven bridges, v'shiva Timi, and seven of these uh, ashes, Mishiva Tanure, from seven different ovens, Vishiva Afre, and seven types of dirt, Mishiva Sinre, from seven door sockets, Vishiva Kufre, and seven uh, measurements of tar, Mishiva Arbe, from seven boats, Vishiva Bune Kamune, and seven types of uh, seeds of, of cumin, Vishiva Bine, uh, and and seven hears me digna de kabla saba from an old dog's beard. Vilitzirune bechalal de bitzavara. You tie it by your uh, your your collar where your where your neck goes in. Benira barka with a strand of hair. So you do all these things, and that's how you get rid of your fever that comes every third day. Amrab yechnan. Let's keep going. Lishas at simirsa. Let's see if a burning fever. It's very hot. Lishko sakina de kulaparzla. You take a knife. That's cool. A parzla, that's totally iron, no wooden handle, just a straight iron knife. Veleza lehechadika vardina, and go to a place that there's a bush. Veliktar be nira barka, and you should tie a uh, uh, thread of hair. Yoimakama lichroig be porta. The first day, go back and push it a little bit, push the bush. The layman say the pasuk of bushes, which is in Parsha Shemois, Vayira Malach Hashem love, which, and the pasuk says, Belabas Eish Mitoichasnes, you see that pasuk? So that's on day one. Day two of your treatment, Lamachar Lichroik Bey Porto, again, push it again. The layman say the next pasuk, Vayyamer Moshe Surinava Ere, and it says, Layiva Hasne, and Lamachar the third day, Lichroik Bey Porto, you push it one more time, the layman say the pasuk, Vayyar Hashem Kisar Lirais, that Hashem saw that uh, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, able to see, and the pasuk says, Vayikre Elav Elakimi Toy Hasne, so you see again the sne. So three times the psukim mention the bush, and therefore, when the final pasuk is kisar, which is to remove, so it's a it's a remez that the sickness should be removed from you. So that's what you should do if the person has a very high fever. And you should, why don't you just say the first part of the Pasuk? It's actually the next Pasuk. Pasuk hey over there. Meaning, Kalash Baruch told him, don't, don't come close. So, and that should be a remez to saying that the illness should not be close to me. Ella, rather, let's let's uh, switch up the treatment. The first day, say this. And say those two psukim. The, the second day, say the next pasuk. The third day, you should say this pasuk. Don't come near. Next, when it finally leaves you, Velifsake, so you uh, you push the bush down to the ground, lifsake, and you cut it. Velima and you say like this: Hasne, hasne. 
the, the bush, the bush. It's not because you are the highest of all trees that Ashriach decided to rest a shechina on you, similar to uh, the, the, the story with Harsinai. As we all know the song, little Harsinai. So you have this little, uh, this little snap. So Kadosh Baruch Hu was showing on you, not because you were the highest. Because you were the lowest. That's why Kadosh Baruch Hu rested the on you because you were humble. Whatever that means. And the same way the fire feared when it saw the Hanani Mishav Azariah. When it saw Hanani Mishov Azayev Arekas Min Kadom and ran away from them, Cain Tachmine Ishasa the Pliny Bar Plainus, and you say that your your name that the fire which is my uh, my fever should run away Viti Arek Min Kadamai and leave me. So that's what a person should do if they have a fever. Listema. When someone, if someone has boils, lemahachi, you say the following: baz, bazia, mas, masia, kas, kasia, shirlai, v'amarlai, ilain, malachi, deshtalchu mi'ara destaim. So, some, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says there's no rhyme or reason that we understand for any of these words, but uh, we just just say this: if someone has boils, we'll get right before the Mishnah. We'll just mention what we do today. Uh, regarding these things. But let's just see the Gemara. Even let's say a person has painful shchin, painful uh, boils, you say, Bezach, Bazech, Baz Bezech, Mas Mesech, Kamoin, Kamech, Enayich, Bich, Enach, Bich. Meaning, uh, you should uh, you, you should look at it and shouldn't get any worse. Esroich, Bach. You should uh, uh, stay in your place. Esrech means your place, Bach, stay, don't spread. Zarech, your offsprings, meaning the children of this boils, they should not expand and get more. It should be kikalut, it should stay in the air, and it shouldn't expand. It should be like a kalut. Ukepirda, like a mule. Delay paravalei ravia, the mule it, uh, is, not, uh, is not fertile. So kach, so to the shechin, lei tifrev, lei tirbe, begufe, deployni bar plenis. It shouldn't multiply, shouldn't spread in the name, and you would, again, say your mother's name, deployni bar plenis. Lekifa, if someone has blisters, lei mahachi, you should say cherev shlufa vekela natusha. If you have a sword that's outstretched and a slingshot that's ready to, to hit, loi shmei yoichiv cholin machoven. So say these things, and it works. Lashida, for shedim lei mahachi, havei tepakuk. Tepakuk havei, just, you know, stop in your place. Lita tabur mashum. It should be cursed and broken. This shade, whose name is Bartit, Bartama, Bartina, he should be like Kishamgaz, Merigaz, Vistima. He should be like these three Shadim, Shamgaz, Merigaz, and Istimai. Lishido the base Akise. For the Shadim that are in the bathroom, we have this in Gemara Brachas, a similar discussion. Lemahachi, you should say, Akakafoy de Are, the head of a lion. And the nostril of a lioness. That's where I found the shade. Barsharika Panda. His name was Barsharika Panda. And he's in this uh, row of vegetables. And he hit the jaw. I'm sorry. He was hit with the jaw of a donkey. So these are the things you should say. So again, if we'll get to more of this. Throughout the rest of the daf, we're going to keep saying various refuas. So the question is, how do we how do we deal with this in your light of of what we assume now is is uh, normal medical practice, not to be saying all these things. So there's a chuva, there's a chuva in the chavasiyar. The chavasiyar says a few things. It says first of all, 
how do you know what exactly these words mean? So we don't even know what Chazal are telling us there. So for someone to try to do it on their own, not a great idea. Second of all, it could be this was done in conjunction with taking regular medicine. Maybe when they took their Advil, they would also say these things. So how do you know what they would take? So therefore, a person should not do this. And anyways, we have a uh, opinion of Tysus. Tysus is found in multiple places. It's in Mayid Katan, Dafir Aleph. He brings, he says that whenever it comes to Rufuas in Chazal, whenever it comes to various things Chazal tell us that have to do with Rufuah, Metzias, we know that either Nishtana Hateva, things changed, or they were, we don't know what they were talking about, but and he's Mako when it comes to certain things, and he's Machmer that certain coolers that were said due to Rafua, we, we no longer uh, apply this bismanazeh. So there are many examples he gives. There's an example of Zugais. There's a concept, the Gemara in Arve Psachim spends a significant amount of time. Again, in Dafyami, it's only a couple days, but in, in Shas, it's a couple of Dafim spent just on avoiding doubles. And the Gemara's Kashi is, heck, they have Dal Kaisos. Dal Kaisos is four. That's a double, that's a multiple. We don't, uh, we don't drink four cups at a time. So the Gemara goes on two Daf digression there. And saying that they used to skip two, they used to not do two. It would be three cups at a time. They never did two at a time. Toysva says, we, we don't care for that anymore. For some reason, that doesn't apply. Some want to say Ruach Ra doesn't apply anymore. So there's a whole list of things that the Gemara tells, tells us about. Another example is eating fish and meat together. So your classic from home will not have fish and meat together in the same dish. But if you look, the Magan Avram in Arachayim says, Bismanazad is no problem. So. Many Paiskin don't want to say this, at least Lachatchila, but Bidiyavid, when there's Bittal, so we will be Makel. So many of the things that are mentioned when it comes to Rafu and Shas, I think the uh, the more I don't know, the more uh, accepted opinion, especially in our circles, is we, we try to figure out what, what Chazam meant, but we wouldn't necessarily lead our lives when it comes to health, you know, health and Rafua based on what Chazam said. There was a famous uh, joke that uh, this person that Rav Meir Shapira told someone, that person was complaining, he had Yisurim. So Rav Meir Shapira said, you know the Gemara Bracha says, if a person has Yisurim in life, you have to look, look at your activity. Maybe you're doing Betel Taira, you're not davening. So he told Rav Meir Shapira, yeah, but we paskin that the Gemara's remedies for, uh, for illness doesn't apply to Bismanazah. So, uh, okay, so that, that's only a joke because we know that that, that, that's not talking about a medicine, that's talking about Torah, a person that HaKadosh Baruch is sending us messages, so of course, Yafash Vesh Ben Maisov. Okay, let's, yeah, Adam, what's up? Oyster sauce for your hamburger, is that good to go? Well, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> fish and meat. The problem is it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, so that's the challenge. When it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, so then you can't say, oh, it wasn't, wasn't accepted. A different example, which is not brought in Shulchan Aruch, is the discussion of leaving peeled garlic and onions and right. eggs overnight. So there, that's a discussion in the Paiskim. So those that are in the camp, which I kind of find myself in, that... You know, if we don't understand what Chazal are saying, it's not born in Shulchan Aruch, so we don't know what they meant, and therefore we would not be machmer. And that is the psak of Rav Hashachter Shlita, Rav Gedalia Schwartz from the CRC. That's his psak as well. That these things do not apply today. There is no concern for leftover garlic and onions and all these things. Even Rav Moshe Feinstein, who was machmer in it, he says we'll only be machmer in the very, very exact case that is mentioned in the Gemara. Anything different, chopped up onions, gar- garlic powder, um, 
Anything that's a little slightly different will be mekel. On the other hand, the Kloisenberger Rebbe, Zetzal, the Divrei Yatsev, was extremely machmer on this, and he said that we don't, we don't know what Ruach Ram means, we don't know why there are illness in this world, we don't know anything. Let's try to keep all the halachas. So in the Chassidish circles, they're very machmer on this, that uh, we have companies, that we have hashkachas that call us at the CRC, they're giving hashkacha on something, and they want to know if the company that we give hashkacha on uses uh, fresh eggs, that's what they call it, or they use the uh, the bottled eggs. So in the Chassidish world, you're only allowed to use fresh eggs because then the egg was not left overnight. And in the Hashkacha world, we were on Moshe Feinstein's hetter that, that that wasn't part of the Gzera. So they're extremely machmer on that. Okay, but that definitely comes up when we discuss, that's just a practical discussion on on uh, halachas of Rafua and halachas of Sakana that are mentioned in the Gemara. So the Gemara goes back to a little bit of Hilchus uh, Shabbos here, and then it will go back to Rafua in a moment. So the, here, the, the Mishnah, the last piece of the Mishnah was the Bunim Alachim, and the sons of kings could go out bezagin, could go out with bells. So Mantana, who is the Tana that holds? So by the way, the, the Mishnah said V'chol Adam anyone could go out with it, but Shadibru Chachamim Bohaveh. The Chachamim just gave you the, the classic example was sons of kings walking out with bells. So Mantana, who's the Tana that said? Says that everyone is allowed to go out with bells, meaning we're all b'nei malachim. So Amar Rav Oishi or Rav Shemini, it's Rav Shimon by Yechai. So the, today, Lag Boimer, the Amar he says, Kol Yisrael b'nei malachim, all of Yichai Yisrael are considered sons of kings. So I was thinking just a, a quick vart uh, from from Rav Shimon by Yechai, which we mentioned, but it was a recorded cheer, so maybe not everyone heard this. So Shabbos Daf Gimel, which is the remez to Lag Boimer, there's the famous story of Rav Shimon by Yechai. He speaks bad against the uh, the government. They chase him, he goes to shul, he's, he's nervous, and he ends up going to a cave for 12 years. He comes out of the cave, and he sees a farmer whose saba is busy plowing his field, and he says, Tyra, what's going to be with the Tyra? He looks at him, he, he burns him. Done. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, uh, Basko comes out, he says, what you, why'd you come out of the cave? To destroy my world? Go back into the cave. So he stays there another year. He comes out, and, he's, and his son, Rabbi Eliezer, is also burning people after, even after the extra year. And Rabbi Shemayachal is putting them back to life. And then they see Ahus Saba, who's running with his Hadassim, two Hadassim going into Shabbos. And Rabbi Shemayachal asks him, what are you doing? He says, I have two Hadassim, one for Shamar, one for Zachar. And Rabbi Shemayachal said, oh, you see, that Klai Yisrael, even when they're working, even the whole week, they're busy, What's, where's their heart? Their heart is for Shabbos, and you see this person's running right before Shabbos with his, uh, with his flowers, with his hadasim. So, the, even, I think it's the simple shot of the Gemara, that Shemayachai changed after going back to the cave for another year, he had a different perspective on the world. His perspective was seeing the good, seeing the, the lave of a yid, that even though, especially many of us, we come to Dafyami, the, the whole day we're busy, including myself, we work, we work most of the day, you come a little bit, and Rav Shemayachai says, we're all b'nei malachim, we're all, where our heart is, we're running with those two flowers for Shabbos, or your, your Gemara, a half hour, 45 minutes sometimes, before you go to sleep, whatever, just, that shows, and Kama Gedoli Yisrael, and I think, perhaps, we could say that Rav Shemayachai said this, halacha, after leaving the cave, that call Yisrael b'nei malachim him. Okay, so just a lag ba'omer taira. Next, Rava Amar Rava says be'arig bichsusai v'divriyakol. Now our Mishnah is talking about arig bichsusai, where the the bell is is uh, woven onto the jacket, onto the clothing, and therefore you're not going to remove it to show anyone. And divriyakol, everyone holds it's mutter since it's normal to walk out like that. There's no concern you're going to show anyone. Therefore, it will be mutter. Okay, so now up to the Mishnah. Samach Zayin Amadalaf, we are two thirds of the way down. 
Yaitzin bebeitzas hacharo. So going back to this discussion of what you could carry in Rosh Hashanah and these things were for refuah, it was going to heal you. So some, the, the egg of a grasshopper, so this grasshopper was kosher, and we'll see in Chulun which grasshoppers are kosher, which ones are not. So you're allowed to go out with this egg of a chargol, ubeshein shual, or the tooth of a fox, umesamer mina tzalov, or a nail from a, the, the gallows that, that they would hang a person, Mishum Rafua. So all these things were done for Rafua. Halakha is you allowed to go out with these on Shabbos. So you have some type of necklace and you go out with these on Shabbos. Divre Rabbi Meir. Vacham Oisrin. Vacham say it's Asr Af Bechol. Even during the week. Why? Mishum Darchei HaEmairi. These are the ways of the Emairim, which we know the Pasuk, we, we're having this in Chumash right now. Vachukai Seyem Loisei Lechu. This is in Parshas Kedoshim. We just had it. That there's an Isra of going in Chukas Hagoyim and there's there's an Isra Daraisa. The, forget about Shabbos. Even during the week, a person's not allowed to do something that is considered Chukas Agayim. So we'll expand upon this as we get into the Gemara. So, first case was Yoitzin Bebeitzah Sacharu. The Gemara says that they would go out with this egg of a, uh, a locust. The Avdi Lishichal. What was the point of it? It would help you for an earache. I'm not sure how it would help. Maybe grasshoppers make so much noise, so the egg helps you for ear infections. I have no clue. But that's what they would do, and they would hang it on their ear. V'shein shall shual, and the tooth of a fox. The avdi lishinta. If you have a toothache, so instead of going to the dentist, you would take a tooth of a, of a fox, and you, find, uh, and you find it in your, uh, your local gift shop when you go hiking. So you have that tooth of a fox. You hang it up, and it works. Um... Dechia, if it's dechai, if it's a, a live shul, so you uh, you took the tooth when it was alive, it helps for one that's fashlufen, uh, someone who sleeps a lot, so this will give him chiyas. Demisa, if you took the shane, if you took the tooth from a dead fox, it, uh, it helps those that can't fall asleep, so this is your Ambien or your uh, Advil PM, lower dosage, so it helps you have your... Tooth of a dead fox. Now, if you t- when you took this hook, this pin from the gallows, the avdi lazirpa that helped to to uh, like an anti-swelling uh, thing uh, cure. So having this hook would do the trick. Now, this was the opinion of Rabbi Meir. And the Mishnah explains Mishim Rafur, these are all Mishim Rafur, Devre, Rabbi Meir, and the Chum say it's Aser. So, what's the Machlekes between Rabbi Meir and the Chacham? So, Abai Varav of the Amitavayu, called Dover Shiesh by Mishim Rafur, anything that's done, Mishim Rafur, it's done for a, per, the purpose of healing. Ain boy Mishim Darcheho Amari. It's not a problem of Darcheho Amari, this is not considered the ways of. The goyim. So I just want to explain that, and this comes up halacha lemaisa. So when the Torah tells us b'chukasei moiselechu, we'll get we'll expand upon this in the sefdas of Adazar. You have dafim and dafim and shas dedicated and focused on this halacha, just to pull out just a basic concept that the Rishonim explain that anything that we that does not make sense that the nachrim do or that the umas oilim would do. We would not, one should not follow because it's considered a chukah. What's the problem with that? Either it's an isra on itself or there's a concern that this really comes from Avadazara. But whatever the isra is, it's only when it's called a chukah. We know when we discuss chayk, like Pasha's chukahs, paraduma, chayk means things that have no reason. But if you understand the reason, if it's Mishim Rafua, according to Rameir, it's mutter. It's done for Rafua. 
That's, that's permitted. There's a famous tshuva of the Ma'arik, and this is quoted in the Ramah and Shulchan Aruch, and Rav Moshe Feinstein goes with this in many tshuvas, that he was discussing, the Ma'arik was discussing, I think it was lab coats or doctor's uniforms, and the question was, this is hundreds of years ago, can they can a from doctor wear it, or is it a problem? Mishum chukaseim loisile chukasagoyim. The goyim wear it, and we wear it. So, the marik is mekel, and he says no problem at all, since it's there to identify who the doctor is, or it's there for hygiene, whatever the purpose is, it will be mutter because we know why it's being done. And based on Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was asked. This is a uh, post. Post uh, World War II, they, you know, many many uh, Yidden came. Heimish Yidden came to America, and they saw many Yidden wearing short jackets. And they asked Moshe Feinstein, "Is it a problem of chukas hagoyim to wear a short jacket? Because the goyim wear short jackets, we should have to wear long jackets." So Moshe Feinstein says, "No, no, no problem at all. That's just a style. There's no chukas hagoyim when it comes to these things. So anytime things that are worn chukas hagoyim, let's say a pair of shorts." It's not chukas agayim. It's more comfortable. A baseball cap, it, you know, blocks you from the sun. Even that's that's done for a specific reason. Even a baseball, a, a Yankee cap or a Twins cap, whatever. So you'll you wear it, and you want to identify with something. That's not a problem. Chukas agayim. Chukas means it's something that's done for either mishum pritzos. Some place can say, or we don't know why they're doing it. We have to be concerned that there's a problem of. A chukas a problem of perhaps avodah but anything that's done for a specific reason, example, exhibit A, as Rab Meir says, mishum rafua, there is no problem. So abay of ravadam tavayu, kol dar v'sheishim mishum rafua, ein ba mishum darche amar. Anything that's done mishum rafua does not have a problem of darche amar. It's like Moshe says, ein ba mishum rafua, yeishim mishum darche amar. Really, if there's if there's no problem of rafua, if there's no uh, health benefit, there's no darche amar. That's not true. Vatanya ilon shemash peroisa. If you have a tree that would that would not be able to hold on to its, fr- its fruit. It would keep falling off before it would become ripe. So halacha is, so the, so the Bryce says, so you would dye it red, the and you would make it, uh, you would, you would uh, burden it with a lot of stones. So the Gemara says, I understand why how that works in a logical way. So this tree has this chias, it's so excited, and it gets rid of its fruit right away. So you put stones on it, you weigh it down, you slow it down. Painting it red, that must be some type of heebie thing, some type of chukas My refuel cover, what refuel are you doing by painting it red? So the Gemara says, Fascinating Gemara. The point is, in order to allow people to, to let people see it, if people see that you painted it red, they see that you're having issues with your tree. They're going to ask for Achmanus from Hakadosh Baruch Hu on this tree, on you, on the farmer. We learned in a it says by the by Mitzayra of a tummy tummy yikra. A person needs to tell his tsar his his uh pain in life to people. Why? In order to have people daven for you. So don't keep it to yourself. Tell people what's bothering you in order to have tefillah for you. We hang a bunch of dates on a palm tree. What was the point of this? And people, so people should daven. Kihai Tana, like this Tana that tells us that one should, do, should make this sign that people should know to daven for your trees. Next, now we're going to get to the whole discussion of Darche Ha'amari. Tani Tana, the Perik Emoroi. There was a, uh, a whole Tisefta 
It's called Perek Emoirai, not Amoraim, it's Emoiri, all different types of Darche Emoiri. So this person taught Kameh de Rabbi Chiyabar Avon, so Amarle, he said, Kulu, all these things that you have in this in this Tosefta, Ismu Mishem Darche Emoiri, there's a Darche Emoiri component to this, and therefore it's us to do it, Leba Mehani, except for these. One of them is Mishiyisha Etzim Begrane, if someone has a Etzim, someone has a bone in his throat, maybe Amin, you bring from that food, Let's say it was uh, he has a, a bone of fish or something or a bird. You put it on his head. So should go down. He should swallow it, and that is ain't by mishum There's no problem. That's not called darche Murray. There's some logical reason or refuah reason why this works. Okay, leidra. What's what's another one? Leidra. Let's say a person has a, a bone of fish stuck in his throat. His esophagus. So lemahachi, you should say like this: Ninatsta kemachat. It should be uprooted like a needle. Ninalta ketris. It was stuck like a shield. Shaya shaya. It should go down. So just by the way, there's a famous, there's a legend in Tar Vadas. So I confirmed the legend today. Didn't didn't figure out who it was who it happened to. Someone was once by Rabelski's Shabbos table, and he was choking on his fish Friday night. And Rabelski the Tzal said. These uh this this last line in the Gemara, Ninatsta Kemacha Ninata Katris Shia Shia. And uh, and the story goes that this person either swallowed it or spit it back up and it worked. Which is fascinating because if you look at Kivegar and Simon Shin Lamed Vav and Hukas Bikr Chaylim says we do not use any of these things found in Shas except for that one. That's the only one we uh we're allowed to do, and Rabbi Kivager goes through how to actually say it, what it means, and it's the only one that should be practiced. All these other things do not practice. Rabbi Kivager says, there's, a, there's, a, there's another reason why not to do these things. He says, let's say you think you know what you're doing. You, you took out a Gemara, we had, we had this in Brachos, you have a whole parak and Gittin and Psachim, all these cures, and you do whatever it says, you take your cat, and this, and you do all these funny things, and it doesn't work. So you're going to say, oh, Chazal didn't know what they were talking about. There must be it's off. So he said, don't do that because you don't even know what the recipe was. So you're just going to get frustrated. So therefore we don't, in addition to the reasons of the Chavis Yar and Toysvis, there's another reason. Rabbi Kedeger says, don't do it because you don't know what you're doing. You're just going to get frustrated. But when it comes to the last one, when someone has a, a fishbone stuck in his throat, that Rabbi Kedeger says a person's allowed to do. Next, Ha'omer Gad Gadi Snuk Loi. So he's telling his mazel that uh you shouldn't be tired. Ashke Bushke by day and by night, He's like talking to his mazel. That's a problem of God, The word God, which is actually similar to God, but that's not what it means there. So that's talking about the Nishaya, talking about Avadazara. So it's not simply Chukasagayim, it would actually be some type of idol worship. Next. If uh, at night, if a person calls himself by his wife's name every night, and she calls herself by her husband's name every night, there's also a problem. There's no logical reason to do that. It's nuts. You're doing it. And it'll be an answer there. If someone tells his barrels to be strong, that's the way of the emarim. The word done is also of a desert. If someone tells a raven to croak, uh, so and to a female raven shrieky you should uh, you should uh, uh, I think it means to dance 
and your and your tail will give me will turn to good. There's also a darchimer. Shech this rooster that croaks like a raven, the Tanagoilis Shekara Gavris, or this chicken, you should you should kill it because it sounds like a Tanagol, it sounds like a male a rooster. So Yesh Bamishum Darchimar, that's the ways of the Amirim. There's another halacha actually brought in Hilchas Kaparis that the Shochanar says that uh, to do kaparis is also darche ha'emayri. So many, uh, many in the Litvisher world, the Vilnagain, they specifically did not do kaparis with chickens. They thought it was also some type of darche ha'emayri. I think the minute in Klai Yisrael is to do it, everyone knows you're doing it, that I'm shechting this instead of me. But it, interesting that it is brought down. Another darche ha'emayri brought down, chukas ha'gayim, the Vilnagain in Hilchas Shvuas. The Achorinim bring down, there's a minute to put flowers in the shul on Shvuas. The Gra holds, it's a problem of chukas agayim. That's a chukah thing. It's a, it's a thing that the goyim do to put uh, make make the church look nice. Again, the minog is to be mako, the mishabur is mako, that our hashokhan is mako. We're doing it to make to make it look nice. We're not doing it mishum darche amari. So that would be another another two places where it does come up. Next. Esther of oyster, esther of oyster. Someone says uh, that... Um, Leave over, leave over, meaning he's drinking wine. He says, I'll leave over some, that there should be a bracha in my wine. Someone who cracks eggs in the wall in front of the, the chickens, uh, that they shouldn't die. You mix the, uh, the eggs, you're beating the eggs in front of the birds. Someone who dances, he counts 71 birds in order to some type of, uh, you know, segula that they won't die. Someone who's dancing in front of the kuta. The kuta was that famous dip, had some salt in it, it had some chametz, had some basar b'chalav, had some cheese, all these different types of things. So many shilas with kutach. So if you're dancing in front of your kutach dish, or you're telling people, you're cooking your chalant, and people come, and they're making noise in the back in your kitchen, you say, shh, you're messing up the chalant. So, the grease, you know, you're cooking beans. You say, "Be quiet. It's gonna, it's gonna cook better." Or, or I'm sorry, mitzavechas. You actually command the beans to cook better. That doesn't do anything logically. Also, a woman who would uh, tell people to be quiet so that it cooks better. Next, However, what you could do is you could. You could, uh, I'm sorry, Hamashtenis means a woman who urinates. Rasa, someone who urinates in front of their dish, that it should cook quicker, that's also Darchemari. Next, what could you do in order to hasten up the cooking? Obviously, you can turn the fire on higher, not on Shabbos, but during the week you could. Avonois and Kaysen Shaltut, you could take a, a splinter of a berry, a berry tree and Veshivrei's Chuchis and shards of glass. That would increase the cooking. It's dangerous to put glass in your pot. So the Chum say it's Isser from because of Sakana. Noisten Bulsha Melach Lesechaner. You're allowed to put a handful of salt into a candle. Beshvil Shetar Vitalik. It will uh, increase the light. It will, it will have a stronger light. That's not Nichush. That's Tavan. That's the Hawi Paskin. Anything that's there. That's not uh, that. That's not done for an uh, illogical reason. Is mutter. So there it makes sense. It's increasing the fire. Very nice in the tit. You can put some mud, the charsis and clay. Tachas haner b'shul shetamtim the salik in order that it should 
light slower, that's also Mishom Derechateva. Amar of Zutra, Haiman de Mechasi Shwaga de Mishcha, someone who covers his nair of, of oil and what happens is, is that it gets burnt quicker. So instead of having a 12-hour candle, you're only having a 9-hour candle. Halachis ka'avar mishum baltashchis. He's over an iser deraisa of baltashchis. What's this iser deraisa? So there's a pasuk in, in the Sefer Dvarim, in Perichaf, pasuk you have it on the side of your chumash, on the side of your gemara. It says, leishashchis as eitza. One is not allowed, to bur- not, not allowed to destroy a tree. There it's talking about a fruit tree. The Rambam holds that the only Isra the rice is on a fruit tree. So Hashem, I, I found out a couple days ago that the Kolo, the Minneapolis Kolo, is going to give a uh, Yarchi Kala. I think it's on cutting down fruit trees. So we're just schmoozing about some uh, halachic things to discuss. So that is this Pasuk, cutting down trees. So the same halacha applies and every person is wasting things for no reason. There's a concept of of batashchis uh, to adam is is more important. So let's say a person has you know there's a drop of crumbs left in your potato chip bag. So what do you mean batashchis? How could you throw it out? So where am I supposed to save it? I have to get a storage room. So that we wouldn't say is batashchis. But when a person goes out of his way to just destroy the candle for no reason, that is batashchis. One more gemara. This is a uh, became famous chamra v'chayel from rabbanan. To say wine and lechayim, or basically v'chaye, that the rabbana would say when they were drinking, he made a suda, probably a wedding for his son, every single cup of wine, he would say, there should be chamra wine and chayas and chayas to the mouths of the chachamim, and to their tamidayan. Just one more, uh, one more halacha, or more of a discussion. So there's a minog, or a practice, that when uh, Yidin drink together, they say l'chaim. So what exactly is this uh, practice of saying l'chaim? So the truth is, it's this Gemara. The Gemara mentions saying chaye. So just a few more mekairis. It's hard to say this is a halachic thing, but more of a uh, lepilpo. So one thing we mentioned earlier, that is a concept of a sakana, when a person eats f- uh, meat and fish together. So... The minog became to drink your lechayim in between your uh, your fish course Shabbos morning and your meat. So when you drink, you should say lechayim because it's going against the sakana. There's actually a pirish on the chumash called the dasikanim bali toisvus. He brings down that one of the one of the opinions we have this in brachos of what the eitzadas was was it was grapes. So and and from the eitzadas we have this gemara and Shabbos. We uh, misa came to the world. So because of Yayin, we have Misa. So when a person drinks, you want to say L'chaim, that uh, it shouldn't be L'mavis. Another, uh, another, play, another thing I saw is that when uh, an Avel, we say Tnu Yayin L'Avel L'mari Nefesh, we give wine to an Avel and, and someone who is Bitsar. So when you're drinking, you want to show that I'm not drinking because of that. I'm drinking L'chaim. And one more thing, which I haven't seen in car for it, but uh, it's definitely out there is that there's another custom that people have to bang glasses together. So one could argue that might be chukas agayim. You're, 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 when, you, when you say l'chaim, again, no social distancing, but you're, you're clapping the glass together. So one of the things brought down you know, on Google is that w- w- the, the origin for this, again, this is all non-unproven, fake news, is that, is that 
there was always a concern that people would sabotage or poison other people's drinks. So when you bang the drinks together, so if the other person poisoned you, he'd be nervous to bang it together because then it might splash into his drink. So that's why they would do it. So you wouldn't trust anyone back then, or maybe today as well. So you do l'chaim like that. So when you say l'chaim, so you're showing we're both going to live after consuming this beer. So perhaps that's another uh, makar, I don't know, of why we say l'chaim. But it's interesting, the Gemara here mentions something about chaim. Tomorrow we'll get into one of the most lundish prokim in Shabbos, probably in Shas, going through when a person is chayv, what's called a shogi, we'll get into many shilos of what's called a mechal Shabbos, b'zman hazeh, tinek shenishba, famous, famous halachas come from this parak. So, Mirtashem, we'll see you tomorrow night.